treats my success as my kid's success. That's who I am. I am a proud black man who treats my success as my kid's success. In a short nutshell, you know what I'm saying? Without philanthropy and giving back to the community and uplifting white, black, Asian, Dominican, Haitian, Jamaican, um, without the music, without going to work in a couple hours tonight, all that. <laughs> I am looking for success for my babies. That's the mission. That's, right. that's who I am. I love it. I love it, bro. I mean, and that's what you exemplify. Um, right. No matter when I'm hearing you and, you know, the things that you're talking about, uh -huh. <laughs> it's creating generational knowledge for the next generation. Uh -huh. And I think that's uh -huh. important um, is that we leave, you know, testimonies, that we leave experiences for the next generation. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got choked up. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Life, life is choked up. Right. <laughs> um. So tell me, when did you first get into music? Well, a quick story. A long time ago, I was raised partly by my aunt, who's Latino Rasta. She was gay. Okay. We was veget. We did vegetarians, and we did martial arts. So that was when I got taken away from my moms and pops at a young age. Me and my brother got split up. My brother and sister went another way, whatever. So I had my aunt that was there for me. So that was her, basically. So basically, I'm her. You know what I'm saying? So it's like one day I was in the, the house and um, I heard down, 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 down. So I'm like, oh shit, it's motherfucking ham out this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ran up in that motherfucker, started doing this. Now, now, to me. And she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then Rick James was on that motherfucker. And Rick James started uh -huh. wilding. And I was like, okay. Yo, the way he's talking is ill. Like, rap makes uh -huh. you like confined to the beat. The way Rick That's James right. come out, he, whatever come to mind, nigga. Rick James, you know what right. I'm saying? And he just going in. Right. So I was like, wow, I want to do that like Hammer, but like Rick James. And then I was like, yo, MC Hammer fucked up his song, yo. Wow. Word. So wow. then I found Tupac because Tupac was the closest to Rick James, somebody speaking boisterous, saying what they feel, speaking on the black community, poverty, um, life struggles. Literacy, financial literacy, everything Pac was st stood for, other than the controversy, I'm that too. But other than that, that that's where it came from. You know what I'm saying? From so from Rick James to motherfucking Tupac. Now I can't put the Mr. Gap or the Cool G raps, the Rock Hems, right. the Run DMCs of the world, the NWAs, the Ice Ts, the 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 the, the, the LL Cool Js and all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna right. forget them. But the people that got me adapted, like I want to do this, was mm -hmm. was Rick James and Tupac. It's a weird, weird combination, but it is what it is. I, but I can see that. I can see that in you. You know what I mean? Like that's right. where I like. I feel like your music. You're gonna say how you feel, but like you also have that, you know, regime. Like you have that, you know. I'm ready for war. I'm ready to, right. you know, off the, you know, the people who are, you know, not truth seekers and right, right, right. Rebel, you know, to be rebellious in this in this life because you know sometimes mm. people say, oh, you shouldn't be rebellious, but sometimes the rebellious people are the heroes. You know right. what I'm saying? They're the right. people that stand um, yeah. in front of everybody and say, no, we're not standing for this, and this is wrong. Right, um, right, and. and and it took me not to cut you off. It took me. It took me to get legal in life and and and, and get help from my wife in order to realize that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Because you're a part. You're a powerful vessel um, in right. this whole scheme of things. You know what I mean? And you know, just understanding a strong, educated black man, um, what he is, you know, and how he's portrayed. 
in this society in this society you know what i'm saying is right, important right, and i think right. that you carry that honor you carry that prestige you speak with etiquette you speak with mm. knowledge you speak with mm. experience and i think that's what i get from the rant i get you know a real sound you know a person who's diverse you know and can come from different spectrums of life you know what i'm saying right. which is important right. Because like right. I said, you know, one track minded thing is not easy. You know, that's not, you know, how you solve problems. You know, we have that, to compromise. That, that, that's harder than being bipolar. That's right. You know, yeah. so I love that you do that on your show. Um, yeah. yeah. What would you say has been the biggest challenge in podcasting for you? I, I think the biggest challenge is time. Mm -hmm. It's time because with, with me and my brother, it's time because it's mental health, so it's sporadic. Right. At any given moment, something is there to talk about and speak about. Like, mental health is life. So right. with that, and, and being grown and handling your business and life and kids and you know bills and job and shit like that so it, it becomes you know what i'm saying the time it that's why i said somebody told me like a month ago they was like yo bro you ain't y'all ain't talking about this for nothing it's been too long you know what i'm saying like like you can't just keep beating the dead horse if you ain't really about that you know what i'm saying so for me it's just time you know what i'm saying my oldest son is 22 my daughter's 13 and they live in another state you know what I'm saying? So, and then I got little Bam, who's five. So, right. time for me is everything. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm I'm I, nighttime. I'm going to work. Still working for the white man right now. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, time. He's the one that's making the check. You know, and you that's gotta respect it. that. Like that's, that's it. You know, until yours pays off, until your investments pay off, we have to work for someone else. That's, I tell that's, people that all the time. That's the biggest misconception of this of this whole scheme of when they tell us we shouldn't have to work and no every man should have to work and earn their key and mm -hmm. nothing should just be given to people you know what I mean yes right. it's harder for us as black people but we still have to mm -hmm. earn our key you know what I mean and I think that it's important to understand that like you take that money and you turn it around and you invest it and you put it into something that you believe in that you're passionate about. And that's how you build your own empire. Look, he's taking out the car. <laughs> look, look, look. I'm in the streets right now. I'm outside. I got the hot beans on right now so I can get some, some view. You know what I'm saying? We had to get to this. This is what we're doing right, right now. Right. You see me, you see me, you see me, you see me like this, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm right outside the crib. You know what I'm saying? Right outside the crib. Near the garage and shit. <laughs> Word. So tell me, um, I know you know in regards to your music, how 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 do you feel in regards to music right now? Are you still creating music? Have you taken a seat back? Are you working more on the podcasting um, mm. aspect of your life? Is where are you in regards to those? hundred percent fucking drive. Hundred okay. percent drive. We just have a okay. community. Me, my producer, my brother, and my brother-in-law. All my producer. He he work out of the Sound Lab Studios in Brockton. He's a producer there. So okay. All he he'd say, yo, we got a session on Wednesday night, man. You ain't no kids. Cool. Be there. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm willing to work overtime. So I, I do my thing at night. So I got the kids got to be asleep, got to kiss the wife, tucked away. Everybody got to be in the house. And then I'm going to work. So if I don't get no mm -hmm. sleep, that's it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's how I move. Like late night action, grind time, the music, the mental health thing come every day. That's every day. I, if I could talk about it every day, I would. You know what I'm saying? But now I know marketing. So it, you know, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the music, 
it's it's the same thing. If you listen to me in the show, that's what type of that's what you're gonna get for music. You ain't gonna get yep. the bullshit now. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the bullshit. I came from the streets now. But you ain't gonna get all that. You're gonna get life. You're gonna get Nipsey Hustle type shit. You know what I'm saying? Real Tupac, Scarface, Deep Brenda's got a baby type music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's right. And that's what I hear from you. Um, who would you like to open for if you could? Um, as in, um, all around everybody in the world. Yeah, you could do either. You could do mainstream and local. Jesus, let's do that. Gee, okay, I'll say this: I love to open up for my young guys. So I mm -hmm. throw a few names out there. The, the Cheetos of the world, Kizzy's, uh, 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 Seize the MC, DKO, um, uh, uh, Bugsy, Baguettes, uh, any one of my young guys that's out here putting it down, I like mm -hmm. to open up for them. You right. know what I'm saying? Because then then it's about hip-hop. It's about, hip about the work. Right. You know that's what I'm saying? So it. now, yeah, I'm a... I'm a Turn y'all the fuck up. You're going to see this 42-year-old right. motherfucker out here. You're going to be like, nah, we got to go in here. This motherfucker was like split star on drugs. We got to go in <laughs> here. And so I like to do that for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, And that's just a competition thing in me. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I like to do that for the guys. And um, um, I'm working on um, Easy e man, Easy e son. He's a good friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to okay. DJ EA Sports, who took us on the Sons of Legends tour. That's when I first yeah. met him in 2016, and we've been communicating since then. He got a show. He's coming out out here to host a show, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go rock with him, you know what I'm saying? Try to do a show. Okay. I might, I'm, I'm going to perform that night, too. There's a competition, okay. you know what I'm saying? But since the homie know me, I'm using the trickery. So I'm going to go out there and okay. drop one of the records with my Caribbean brother, you know what I'm saying? Right. Change the game. Why everybody talking about the hood? We're going to talk about bring the Caribbean brother in here. We're going to... You know what I'm saying? And then, <laughs> you know, playing the trick on the mind, he going to be like, I, I mean, everybody nice, but why would I want to go to the studio with somebody I don't know? The nigga I know is right there, too. So let me, That's boom. Hopefully that go down, and then I get the free feature with him and then pay him for an extra feature, you know what I'm saying, on some good shit. Uh -huh. I can see it. I can definitely see yeah. it happen. I hope it works out that way for you, bro. Serious. Yeah, no, and 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 um, not to keep not to keep on. Um, get to your fans. Okay, okay, okay. Say it again. What is the Say message that again? you want to give to your fans? What is the message you want to give to your fans? Um, I I made a post last week, and it was directed towards black men. But it's 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 for everybody. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to tell people you love them. Don't be afraid mm -hmm. to tell people I you love that. them, because yeah. you you. It's like that. You know what I'm saying? If you follow oh, me, family members is dropping like flies. Oh, elderly, which is cool. People getting shot, all kind of shit. So make sure you tell somebody you love them before the end of the night, man. Right? You know, because it might be the last time you see that. That's right. If it wasn't for music or podcasting, what would you be doing right now? Jesus Christ. The kids, man. The kids the kids will keep me focused. I can't lie to you because I'd be Tony Ayo like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I can't lie. The music. And, and I know that's the cliche of every guy from the streets or whatever, but it's treacherous out here when you're coming up in these streets. From Boston, Massachusetts, man. I was in South Carolina, North Carolina, fucking Liberty City and all kind of shit. So it's like... This treacherous out here. So I got to say that. I would be trying to strive to survive. The only thing I would know is hustling and till I get a certain amount so I can get the hell out of here if I don't get caught, go to jail, die, or you know what I'm saying? One of the other bullshit. That's so great. I'm going to say that, yeah, that music and, and the, the mental health, the podcast, and the kids, you know what I'm saying? The kids. And I got to give credit to Earn Your Leisure. Uh, yeah. Troy Rashad, Master Investor Ian, and, and Wall Street Trap, and them guys... I've been following them guys since the beginning of the pandemic, and I've been getting my financial literacy on, my stock game up, and all that. So I appreciate that. You know what I'm That's saying? Great. That, to me, is bigger than sports and everything. You know what I'm saying? So 
that's what I'm on right now. I love that. I was actually going to ask you that question. What were your top three recommended podcasts that you Oh, watched? my goodness. I'll give it to you. This, oh. this, this, this is quick. So yeah. I'm going to give it to you. Okay, I'll give you the, just because I'm from the hood, I'm going to give you <laughs> Gilly and Wallow. I'm going to okay. give you Gilly and Wallow because okay. Gilly going to give you the, the million dollars worth of game. Wallow going to give you that, that ooh, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give you that, and they're going to give you that entertainment. And then uh -huh. I'm going to switch to Wall Street Trapper. Wall Street Trapper, you can find him on YouTube. You can Google the man. The brother did 10 years in prison, okay? Fucking millionaire in stocks. He's teaching the stock game, the fundamentals of life. So Wall Street Trap, Trapping Tuesdays, every Tuesday at 8 o'clock, I'm on there. I'm in Trappers Anonymous, which is a group that he has that he does one-on-one Q&As and everything like that. Um, and Earn Your Leisure. Shout out to Troy Rashad, Master Investor Ian. Um, Market Mondays every Monday at 8 o'clock. Them brothers is out here teaching financial literacy, crypto, stocks, the value of life, black men, empowerment, all that. So th that's what I'm on right now. What uh, would you say would be three books that you would recommend? Three books. Um, I want to say Sun Tzu, but everybody ain't really ready for that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not ready for the art of war. Life ain't the art of war for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, I read that book so many times just because I need refreshers. I need reminders. I need I can dig you know, it. I can dig it. Sometimes and remember the values and just the basic fun, you know, fundamentals right. of life. And I think it teaches you that how to prepare for it this does. world. It's, it does. You know, so it, that for me has always been a highly recommended book. I think you that know? book was for, for people in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave that like that's like the Tupac of books, the Michael Jackson of books. It's just, I'm going to leave him over there. I'm going to go with um, Shook Ones. My mind's playing tricks on me. Anxiety's playing tricks on me. Charlemagne the God. Um, that's one of my favorite books. I'm going to go with um, uh, uh, Jay Shetty, Think Like a Monk. Jay Shetty's a, a motivational speaker, spiritual speaker. And uh, for the last one, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Tupac. That Thug Immortal book, man, that's just still sitting on my counter. You know what I'm saying? And oh, 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 Rose from the Concrete. I'll do Rose from the Concrete. You know? Okay. I like Because his mom like was that. speaking a lot in that one. His mom did a lot of speaking in that one. Mm-hmm. So tell me if there was one historical figure that you could sit down and have coffee with, who would it be? Tupac. Okay. Pop. Pop, no question about it. That's right. That's my baby. That's my baby daddy. He don't know it. Is, he is might it? know it. Yeah, he's my baby Yo, tell daddy. The kids like, that, tell the kids that Uncle Marky said hi, goddammit. I <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, if I just married a man, it would have been Tupac because oh, his man. spirit, his soul, everything that he was, I just loved. And. Uh was unapologetically him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think if he had a strong woman beside him, a lot of things wouldn't have happened the way they happened. You know what I mean? Like, right. that, that's that, a deeper, right. darker conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that definitely has a lot to do with it. You know, like he's, like I think about we've surpassed him uh, 20 years plus. You know what I mean? For, in regards to when he was alive. Like, I know I've learned way more um, for you know, in the last 20 years about myself than I ever knew 20 years prior to that. So it's like to know that he was only half of that. What? It's just, uh, it, it's crazy what he could have been. You know what I mean? And, and and again, that we see that every day now. You know what I mean? Like rappers you see it people. Activists. Exactly. You know? And it's like, or, you know, just taking their voice and their power and using it for something, you know, more important, a greater cause. 100%. And I think that, you know, I think that that's one of the things that I get from your music, from your podcast. So can you tell me what, um, what is your favorite song to perform? This record, the St. John's record. It's called the St. John's record. It's it's okay. it's it's with my um brother Damian French, he's a Jamaican brother, and my brother Mike, my producer 80, he made the beat. 
we haven't performed the record yet. But that okay. record is the record. Like, if someone asked me to, you know, you got to go and see Rick Rubin, Dr. Dre, and Beyonce and do the song. Mm -hmm. That's the song I'm doing. Okay. I love you know what I'm saying? It. So, I, I don't know if I've ever heard that song. You got to send it to me. I'm going to send it to you. It's on United Masters and everything. I'm going to send it to you. We big on United Masters. We, man. Right. Shout out to and United I, Masters. And I love that, that you're educated to know, you know, where to put your music, how to put your music oh. out. Um, do you want to shout out anybody on your team who helped to, you know, keep these things going for you guys? And, and you know, okay. I want to shout out. Who you shout out? Um, First off, I want to shout out my, my producer. I call my little brother, 80, mm -hmm. Alexander Thomas, his kids. I want to shout out his kids. I want to shout out Mike Slade, my brother's kids, my nieces and nephews. I want to shout out my kids. I want to shout out Damian French's kids. Because mm -hmm. if it wasn't for them kids, we wouldn't be the brothers we are today. That's right. Secondly, I want to shout out the women behind them men. That's right. Renique Wilson, behind my brother. Ashley Thomas, behind Alexander Thomas. Nanette. Montero behind me and Michelle Montero behind Damian French. Those are the motherfuckers that I need to shout out. And yes. if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be even trying to live really? right. It takes a village. I think, you know, that, yeah. that's the, you know, I think that I get that from you guys in regards to EA and, you know, just the, Brother. the brotherhood and, you know, like the, the, the whole emphasis of that. When I, you know, call you guys bro, I feel a sense of family. You know what I mean? Because right, right. that's how you guys have always treated me like sis. You know what I mean? So 100%. this is where it's like you are keeping that alive, you know, because a lot of times there's a lot of lonely people out there. There's people out here that don't have a family or don't have a brotherhood or don't have close right. you know, companions that they can lean on or talk to and it's starting to get worse you know what I mean like people are so yeah, and families are so divided that it's hard to keep that dynamic so tell me how you guys do that well it's 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 the 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 art of every ghetto niggas trial let me get Tony Ayo with you and real Noriega, Noriega and Tony Ayo it's the art of every ghetto niggas trial you don't want to be, you don't want to raise your children the way you was raised. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Rest in peace. I love my mama. Love my dad. He's still here. God damn it. They was in the 80s. We are crack babies. I'm the original. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm one of the original crack babies. Okay. The cocaine crack came out in my era. Okay. We was growing up. We was left alone. I was mad at my parents. I understand. Okay. I get it. So for that matter. I, I don't have time to complain. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I love it, bro. I love it. So tell me, um, there was one other question that I had in regards to what you were just saying. I just lost it because I had mm -hmm. two more other questions. Um, Come on. What, would you, what do you think the world is going to be like in 50 years? I'm about to take I'm about to take the Mark Slade route on this one and be real honest with you. The reason why I'm so heavy into this generational wealth is because I don't know. Mm -hmm. I at least want my kids to have generational wealth. And when I say that mm -hmm. to people, it's not just finance, it's emotional, mm -hmm. physically, mentally. I, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, the mm -hmm. government's afraid to say what's going to happen tomorrow. They think they know everything. They know why the sun's over there. They know why Pluto's over there. Everybody know everything. Get the fuck out of mm -hmm. here. I don't know what's going to happen in 50. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I hope hip-hop's still here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. But I don't know what's going to happen in 50, so I'm just working on my generational wealth skills so that my kids can be all right. That's right. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Miami, baby. Ew. Miami, baby. Mine's too, baby. Mine's too. Yeah. My little bit of time that I was down there as a youngin' from South Carolina to North Carolina to Liberty City, I'm. That was my spot. That was my place. The unity, the unity, the love. Or I, I mean, the unity for me. I grew up longer in South Carolina, but just that southern unity coming from Boston 
was a different flavor for me in the 90s, man. It was just a different feel. So I never lost it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh -huh. yeah, it'd be Miami. Miami, I like that. I like that. If there's anywhere that you could travel in the world, where would it be? Uh, Ghana. 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 I, like I am taking my ass to Africa. I love that. I love I'm going that. to Africa. I'm, after wifey takes her trip to Jamaica and Cape Verde, we going to goddamn Africa down the road, a couple lines and eight down the way. We go. That's right. That's right. I love it. Definitely want to see the motherland before my time yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I'm into Burner Boy and uh, I'm into Burner Boy and all that uh, Afro beats and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. I mean, it's definitely starting to look like you know overseas international music is picking up. Um, mm. What I've been hearing is that you know industries, you know labels are looking for international stars now more yeah. than they are. Yeah. Yeah. United States stars. Um, hey, hey! I was just watching um, Ernie Lee's, and they had Akon on there on their show, Assets Over Liabilities. And Akon, you know, he buying up he buying up Africa as much as he can. You know right. what I'm saying? So you you totally right about that. Like, and and again, you look at their stadiums. You look at how many people come out the shows. We're talking oh, thousands. Like, and that's what I've always said to people: you ain't getting money till you get overseas money. In this, oh, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you can go overseas and sell out, you know, yeah. arenas and you know, soccer fields and things like that. That's when you start to see the residual of this music game, you know what I mean? Like, that's residual money, that's money that you can take and tuck away and go be there, stacked, you know what I mean? Man. Guaranteed, Man. and that's yeah. you know. It'll last you for a while, you know. Like that's what—that's what people need to understand. You know, it's like getting your international fan base up is very important, and I think I, that I, people understand the importance of that. I've seen that monopoly before, before social media with Jimmy Iovine and Interscope and Eminem and Fifty Cent and G Unit and Dr. Dre. Like mm -hmm. the demographic move that they pull, like. This this man was performing in China and Dubai and all this, and Fifty was from Queens, and they was bringing him. You know what I'm saying? And now his fan base is forever. Like so, you know, you already know the story with that man. I get that man props all day. Yes, I love it. Now tell me, who is your three most influential people in your life? You told me your aunt. Right, um, she's dead. Wow, you got that one. <laughs> yeah. She in South America right now, matter of fact. As we really? Wow. Yeah, she goes, she hasn't seen a winter in New England since like 89. Wow. <laughs> I love to see her. That's what I'm ready to oh, do. I'm ready to travel yeah. and see the world, bro. Like, oh, stuck in New England is not the way for the next 50 years, you know? So, right. gotta get and, and see different things. I think that's important to have. So, that I'm going to give you. Um, so I, I I go with I go with my aunt. Um, I'm gonna bring some heavy hitters in there now. Okay. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with uh. I I I gotta throw Pac in there. Okay. Somebody that I that I can't touch. That's who I follow. But then Wall Street Trapper. Okay. That man that man done helped change my life on a whole different level. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 guy right there, man, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now tell me what's the best advice that you've been ever given um about this business or the industry? Um Well DMX told me don't quit, but I don't really <laughs> I was at the MTV <laughs> battle in two thousand and seven. So there was a, a he t he also told a thousand other motherfuckers don't quit too. Okay. You know what I'm <laughs> but um But he told you, so that's important. He did, he did, he did. I might say my brother, my brother Mike, he, he just told me not to waste opportunities. My brother knew Core Two G's, who's a friend with Stack Bundles, and um before Stack was killed, Mike had mm -hmm. gave me Stack Bundles' number and 
I, I was supposed to do a uh, feature with him for some chump change, you know what I'm saying? But I was real big-headed because I was hustling. Like, I'm not paying no New York nigga for no rap shit, bro. Whoop-de-whoop, whoop-de-whoop. And then the motherfucker got killed. Rest in peace, stack. But Mike said, those are the opportunities, brother, that you can't afford to miss. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm going to take that because the opportunity was on the table along with the advice he was giving me. I got a lot of great advice from the fuckers. But that moment... And to see it unfold and to watch it go down like that was like, damn, yeah, I got to take advantage of these opportunities. You never know where they come from. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know why my brother knew Core 2Gs or whatever bid they did together or whatever type of time they put in together, but it was up. And I fucked it up because I was big headed of what I was doing. So I'll never blow opportunity that somebody next to you got. It's crazy because, again, like, Sax is still so influential in this music oh. game after so many years of his death. And the fact was, he wasn't even mainstream yet. You know what I mean? So he influenced the next generation in so many different ways, and I still see it now. Oh. And you can have a track with him. So, yeah, don't, don't blow opportunities. <laughs> don't yeah. blow your opportunities, guys. If you yeah. learned anything tonight, don't blow opportunities. Um, 100%. tell me what's next for you. Uh, well, well, what's next is just right now. Um, personally, I'm embedded into the stock game. Like I'm trying to learn every in and out for everybody that don't know that's watching. Turn CNBC on at nine o'clock. Okay. These folks is trading trillions of dollars live on TV from fucking Nine to four. Closing bells at four and five. Then people go home, turn their computers off, and go sit on the beach. That's what I'm trying that's what I'm trying to do. I'm retiring at 45 so I can get into this mental health. I'm I'm taking a course right now. I haven't really put it out there like that because I want to finish the course, but I'm taking a course for uh to, to be a licensed, a certified uh mental health advocate, you know what I'm saying? gonna be a it's a whole two-year grind but it is what it is you know what i'm saying so that's what i'm really into trying to uplift the youth man and, and just put this word out there and be able to speak to people man you know what i'm saying i think the music just comes all hand in hand you know what i'm saying with being able to adapt to the brothers in the streets and shit like I, i'm still out here you know what i'm saying i still do what i do and shit but at the same time on this legal side you know this mental health shit is the key, man. I'll be able to talk to brothers like, and I actually believe it. So that's right. that's that's what it is for me right there, man. You know what I'm saying? Try to get these stocks together, open up some business, and tear this city up. Tear these cities up. Tear New England up, nigga. I'm talking about playgrounds, movie theaters, fucking art and craft buildings, fucking black history buildings. I'm doing all that shit. That's what I'm... That's right. I can see it, and I, and I support you. Anything I can do to help you know I'm here for you always um, yeah any last co comments or anything that you want the people to know about you um as a person how can they find you on social well, media you can so, find me um real name no gimmick i stole that from um obi trice um uh, mark slade marky slade on youtube um you can find me on united masters under marky slade the human torch productions uh, all the music's there. We're comfortable where we're at. I'm 42 years old. I love Griselda. They my age. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You can still make it at this age. Just put in your work. You know what I'm saying? So find pretty your much. That, find, find, market. find your market, man. But look, you know? look, one, look, one of one of my good my 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 cousin Angela. Angela Hunt is like my life coach. She's like my my partner when it comes to these conversations about life and her one of her friends she always tells me this white woman and she always says this is what happens when you walk in the room wealthy white people say holy shit he looks like snoop she says immediately when that's over this is what i do here goes your portfolio whoop de whoop whoop de whoop you press them because them type of people are afraid to approach brothers right. and sisters until they can, oh shit, you look like Snoop. Now, if you give them the right remark, you might be in there. 
And that's right. Take advantage of that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I I'm I'm highly intelligent when it comes to market marketing all these algorithms and I'm still learning. But right. you know, it's more to it than just sitting on the couch. It is. It really is. And it's and it's finding ways to engage and have people engage with you and just coming up with, you know, content that is gonna keep 100%. people you know, coming back for more. Um and I think that's important. I think that you've helped build that, you know, on your platform with the rant is like just speaking unapologetically. And that's I can't right. wait to see what's next for you guys because I definitely yeah. think it's gonna be a bigger and better platform um in twenty twenty four. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We we we're gonna be on Patreon in a second. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We got the studio and everything. So I know definitely we definitely gonna have you. Your name's definitely on the paper. If I had the notebook, you would see it. The list of people <laughs> that need to come in. You in the top ten now. So we're right. definitely gonna have the interviews and everything like that. Um, it's just it's just a pursuit of, pursuit of happiness. And and one thing I tell the artists, you know what I'm saying, do something of service. Okay, That's right. don't just rap. You can make all the videos you want. YouTube's only giving you a dollar for fifteen hundred streams. So keep making videos and talking your shit. Do something for the community and the community will back you. If That's you right. don't do nothing for the community, you just somebody rapping. That's right. Buy the kids some books for school or something. Watch what happens. Watch how the community get behind you. Watch That's right. That is so true. You have the community activist spirit and that's what's important, the hustle. Um, and I tell people, if you're not a hustler, this music, then you can't be a rapper in today's society. You have to 100%. know how to hustle. You have to know how to sell yourself. You have to know how to market yourself, 100%. how to package yourself. And and it's like it's either you have it or you don't. You know what I mean? Talent is twenty percent of the business. You know what that's I mean? It. Everything else comes down to artist development, artist you know management. Um, and just creative ability, like that's keeping people in tune, you know, keeping people engaged. hundred percent. Look, 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 before, I, before we go, somebody said, well, how do you stay? It's ill that you guys stay relevant. I like, cause when it's yeah. rap, it, it's rap. We was on the franchise report, right. rapping like G unit. We was on right. 4k rapping like G unit behind each other, supporting each other, old yep. niggas rapping. But when it comes to rap, you can't deny the shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not a rap video. It's not fucking driving a Mercedes or a Bentley. It's not fucking being cute. It's rap. If, if it's just rap, oh yeah. Any Anytime you want it. Now but I'm not going to be... Also, it's an exercise. You know, it's a practice. Like As long as Come you on. keep practicing and exercising, you'll keep growing as an artist. And I think that's where artists fail. It's like they're not practicing. They're not... You know, they're You're not right. the words they're saying. I seen something the other day where Memphis Bleak said, This new generation, they talk about Ooh. things that they haven't even lived yet. Um I've seen how can you, you seen that, right? And I, I was like, you know what? He's right. Like half of this music that's being put out now by the women, um, I was opposed to, you know, like in these last you know, couple of months. I like I'm like, you know, I'm all for the Nickies and the Cardies, you know doing their thing, but when you guys start talking explicit and starting turning women into sluts, it's Big like, blow. listen, have some decency, have some integrity, have some, yeah. you know, something in regards to moral standards. Like, these women now are not morally standard at it's, all. It's, it's like, a difference it's in our era because there was there was Kim, there was Fox, yep. but there was Latifah. Yep. There was right. Lauren Hill, you know what I'm saying? So the balance right. was up. We can barely yeah. hear Rhapsody because of she ain't selling ass. You know what I'm saying? That's Shout right. out to Remy Martin. I ain't never seen Remy twerk right. a day in her life. Okay? She's about right. that business and that hip hop. You know what I'm saying? She proved that she could right. do it. She sells sex by the way she looked. Classy, sexy black woman. You know what I'm saying? She got to sell that. Right. But I ain't never seen her twerking on nobody's head like That's right. And you know what I'm saying? I grew so. up with the MC Light and Queen Latifah. So for me, it was like I didn't have to show my body in order to be heard. Like, and that was where I'm like, now this is exactly what it is. But I also think that now with the Sukiyanas, with the 
uh, what's her name? I don't even like to say her name. The red girl, like sexy red. Oh, that whole era is like, whoa, like. I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, you know what's, like, you know what, you know what's crazy outside of that looking like little girls, you know, what's crazy. I actually appreciate that in hip hop because now you understand J Cole. Now you understand the commons of the world. Yeah. Now you understand the rhapsody of the world, you know what I'm saying? And you start to see the balance and the difference because believe it or not, we know some sexy reds in the hood. Oh, yeah. We that know is. them motherfuckers, and they about that life. That you know what I'm saying? So my sister used to be and one of the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So. But it's on I'm Court Street now for us, bro. Yeah, no. And I think right, right. I'm like, okay, are we going to pipe down on this? Or are we going to, you know, keep pushing this agenda? Because, again, it's teaching our daughters, you know, mm -hmm. to be sluts, to be hoes, to be, you know, to be just these people that I'm like, okay, like, to a certain extent, I, you know, mm -hmm. I've been wild in my day and time, but at the, right. the same time, there was a <laughs> certain level of class. And I don't mm -hmm. see like class. I don't see etiquette. I don't right. see any I, of that in these people. And I'll I'm like, do this. just being to kind of, you know, infuse this type of behavior in yeah. our next generation? Do you believe that? No, no, I, 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 I don't. I think it's it's terrible, but I think it's the marketing and the industry that's produce getting the money out, the revenue out the situation. I'll leave right. Cardi B alone because I like the maturation. We've seen her come from the streets of the BX to the strip club to hip hop to queen philanthropist. You know what I'm saying? The Puerto Rican girl from the BX. So I like the story. We've seen the story. Right. We see Nikki's right. story. We watch Kim's right. story. We not seeing right. the story. We just knowing Ice Spice is popping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and here come Lalo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's okay right. because right now, 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 I'm I'm okay because it's women. Shit, they was hiding for a while. I remember it was right. just Fox News and Kim, happen? and then it was just Eve and shit. Eve, Eve, one of my favorites. Oh my goodness! But right then. The nowadays they're getting the the bag, the women are supporting them, which they need to do to the WNBA. But they're supporting them, and see, I'm ranting now. See, I start going, <laughs> but I, I can't it. be Let's mad at. It. And they're getting, then they got these guys behind them, like the QCs of the world. That's with um big Glorilla, and he's like big brother in her. Like now nah, I got this business. Her business gonna be straight. She gonna know all the business game. Y'all not gonna in and out her. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give her her master's when she's done over here. You know what I'm saying? Lotto's being taken care of. You see, Mickey, step in and grab Ice Spice. I'm going to sign you. Don't worry about it. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Cardi B messing with Lotto. And don't worry. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, them women is doing with the men. Jesus Christ, we ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? We ain't doing only a few. Uh, I mean, the hoves of the world. Hope, you know, Hope, he's good for just helping somebody out. He'll come through, stand next right. to you, and you become a billionaire. And then right. Drake, I, I, I don't really rock with Drake like that, but he's a talented, and he helps anybody. This motherfucker he will come do a song with me tomorrow, nigga, if I ask him, nigga. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? So right. he, he just gave somebody 50000 at the fucking show. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So he's on that type of shit. You got your, 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 your greats. Your M and M's of the world, your Nas's. You see what Nas is showing improve. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Another thing too. Mm -hmm. I started this conversation. I'm like, I know Hove the Goat and all that, but Nas now, goddamn it, got more albums than him, and they he a Billy up. So, and Nas right. still rocking, goddamn it. Where was you at, Hove? I'm still mad at Jay, man. Yankee Stadium, right. he ain't show up. The fuck, man. Nas <laughs> was more for the conscious minded. You know what I mean? And I think that yeah. was the difference. Is that Hove was commercialized and and mm. he was still out here, you know, talking about what was real and parts of our reality of life. And I think that was shadow. You know what I'm saying? With they didn't want that to be what we knew or what we learned. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's almost yeah. like certain artists and promoting right. a certain agenda. You know 100%. what I mean? So that's, I, I, that's, how's how's Nas's uh, uh remember what the the that song? It's a new world. That album yeah. was fell short because of what the shit he was talking. He trying to save kids and shit. 
He talking about uplifting black folk. Nah, man. You see what did Tupac? Fuck out of here. Tupac even had to go to all eyes on me, little life of a thug, nigga. He had to, he had to go left. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't stay. You know, it's hard to stay in that route. You know what I'm saying? You got to be J. Cole like a motherfucker, man. That motherfucker right there, boy. He's smart. He's smart. Yeah, He's you know, the unusual suspect. You know what I mean? It's like he definitely paints a picture. And unless you're in tune or conscious, then you're not yeah. paying attention to mm -hmm. what he's saying. Like, Boom. and he breaks down in metaphors where it's only the intelligent can understand. You know what I mean? If you're not intelligently minded, you're not gonna get J. Cole. No, I, I I can't even give you some of the greats like Yasin Bey, most deaf, or go mm -hmm. kick you to black thought. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't even gonna understand that shit. You don't even know no. he's from Philly. You like he's from Philly? Yes, okay. that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So these type of people, it's just a different and that's another thing too. That's what my son, he's 22 now. He grew up in South Philadelphia. That helped me on my mental health healing because I had to be there for him. Uh, verbally, because huh? growing up out there was the shit that a lot of kids is trying to live and act like. You know, every right. night the line open right. for this little mother, fifteen to twenty-two. So, and he had right. to make the decisions by himself. So, right. I know what demographics is like. You know, what I'm saying I'm not trying to play these games no more. That's right, man. That's shit. right. I love it. So, tell me, bro, what is your take on New England music and hip and New England music as a whole. And that's my last question of the night. I think that's tough, but it's not, but it is tough. It's it's tough because it's the not and the no. No one knows when they're going to make it, if they're going to make it in that level. So everybody's the best. It's my group, my city. Fuck you. Whoop -de -whoop. And everybody says, oh, there's crabs in the barrel in Boston. No one's going to help no one. Whatever. That stigma's there because no one's made it like that. Okay. So you're gonna have that stigma. I'm pretty sure they, they got it in Utah somewhere with a bunch of rappers too. They just ain't made it. So mm -hmm. I but other than that, I, I I love it. I think it's great. I, I, I don't I ain't nothing to criticize. I think we're doing a lot of taking styles from other entities of other cities and shit, but that's cool. You know what I'm saying? I think it's great, man. From older to younger. I think it's great. It's just as long as we get the business in hand. If we can get the business in hand and start working these algorithms, we'd make the industry come to us. We got to mm -hmm. start working the algorithm. Let's, let's, let, I always say this. Let me say this real quick. I always say, let, let's pick four fucking artists, okay? Everybody get behind these four artists for six months. We move them four artists and they singles for six months. Uh, just fuck the algorithm up with these four people. Everybody's moving these four people. And then after six months, they back out. We throw four more motherfuckers in there and we move them. And we keep the algorithms running in New England. That'll change the game. People don't understand that thing. Same way when Jay-Z said, can't nobody stand on stage with me. And everybody was on a timeline talking about, well, Nas, what about Wayne? Rightfully so. But everybody had their take. Imagine if that was us talking about an artist. That's right. That motherfucker would have went viral. Right. right. We're not knowing the game so much because we want to be into the entertainment and, and a lot of people I, I hate when people say yo you'd be so serious no i'm a cool motherfucker i'd be joking all the fucking time man but when i'm on these platforms bro like this ain't my shit they take this shit from right. us you better get your point off out this motherfucker that's you know what i'm saying right. get on to what you gotta that's right i'm running again i'm i'm going off again <laughs> <laughs> i got you i got you in it i got you in it I'm look, I'm just shaking and nodding, like, yes. Damn, yes. Hey, yo, that background, that background's looking real sexy and classy right there. What you got going on back there? All right now. Look like you in a villa somewhere out this motherfucker. Let me mind my business. On Costa Rica somewhere. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> But yes, I loved having you. We have to have you back. I have some great things going on in the next couple of months that I definitely want to include you in. Um, uh, and look forward to what's next. You know, like, keep me in the loop. Send I'm going to keep you in the loop, man. I'm going to keep you in yeah. the loop like Snoop Dogg's new Fruit Loop cereal. I fuck with that. That's Yo, right. let me give you your flowers. I love you. I appreciate you. Everything you're doing. Like,
when you do shit for people and don't expect nothing in return, you're going to be blessed by God. You know what I'm saying? And you're one of them people. So I want to give you your flowers while we're here talking right now. I appreciate you. Thank you, Queen. Thank you, bro. I don't know if you know, but I just did a show out in mm-hmm. Revere Beach um, mm-hmm. on Sandy's patio. It was a birthday party that I hired to do event coordinating for. And he had a budget for artists. And he said, mm-hmm. and he's a radio DJ, DJ West. He said, I would rather invest the money into talent in New England than pay a major artist to come out and perform. Can you find me the talent? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, that's how I coordinated this first event. Um, and it wasn't Ooh. necessarily a talent show, you know, it was mm-hmm. a show a, a, a exhibit, you know, basically, because this was a birthday party that we basically had live entertainment. Um, and so that was, you know, how I centered it around it. And we were able to get artists to actually push tickets um, and actually get paid. Um, and this is a very for you know me and the people that were involved because again I'm all for the you know sportsmanship of the independent mm. artists and sure that right. they get paid. This is what it's about and showing that you can create some type of demand because I tell people all the time you can be doing whatever you want but until you're booking your own shows until you actually have a demand where you can show I had 200 people in a club for me like this is where now people really start to pay attention. And 100%. so this is where, you know, that that was, you know, one of the good things that came out of this year for me was being able to be successful with doing that for artists. And I look mm. forward to bringing more artists on platforms like that um, and getting paid for shows and things like that. So, again, the media loop and Miss TML, we're trying to, you know, build something a little bit different for the New England platform. And it, and it, and again, I started noticing it because of Atlanta and all these other places that I travel to. And you see mm-hmm. these artists that don't know there, but they're selling out shows. They're basically, yeah. you know, the people are behind them in their area. And we're mm-hmm. just talking about one state. We're not talking about six states. So. Mm-hmm. That's where I said, you know what? We have to band together. We have to create this, you know, unity amongst these artists and get them to go on tour and push, like you said, those four artists or those five artists and say, listen, you guys are a team now. Um, And that's how Motown was built. Why is kept? People don't understand that. Like, yeah, like he took multi talented artists and put them on a tour bus and made them go around in a circuit. Um, and they played at those clubs every Monday night, every Tuesday night, they were somewhere or every, and every week they would be at the same clubs and that's how they built traction and they built a circuit. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what we need to establish in New England. And I think we'll see a lot more, you know, in return uh, for the artists, for the investors, for the people that are involved. It was definitely a good night, you know, to walk away from and say, listen, we pulled this off in two weeks. Um, I only had two weeks to do this and, you know, to be able to get artists paid, to get all the staff paid and things like that. And you're talking about independent artists, like for yeah. a birthday party, I mean, at Sammy's patio, I never really been to Sammy's patio. So for me, mm-hmm. I've never done a show there, nothing. So I, this was my first time really. And I was like, wow, this is a spot. This is a vibe. And we need to definitely start, you know, hosting more things in those type of environments that people want to come out and have a good time and, you know, walk around and see different things and and things like that. So I look forward to next year, you know. That's big. You got to come out to um, EA EA got the palace in Brockton. Yeah. It's a new new club. Yeah, that shit. Woo. I'm actually going to be at Halo this weekend with him, this Friday, uh, with the T. Gunner and Friends show. So I look forward Oh, yeah, to yeah. I got to see if I can weasel out of work for that. Yeah, we got to roll out for that. But I know you got to get to it. So, love you. Have a great night. Love. You already know. Appreciate you. Yes. Franklin Hill. Franklin Hill.
Under the sheep, parade in the streets. 